When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a special Saturday uh, Daily Stock Pick podcast. Two reasons for this. First is, I know I kind of, um, you know, we're down in the markets. Where do you kind of go? Uh, I slacked off a little bit this week in that, hey, being patient was kind of the thing. Uh, I do think that we have great buys in the core portfolio. So I am going to go over a ton of stocks. Second reason uh, for this is because TrendSpider last night um, messaged me and said, we've got a special offer just for your listeners, just for um, uh, your newsletter readers. So, you know, I, I have this link where you can save up to 40% on TrendSpider, 468 or you can pay $65 monthly. Uh, it's a total of $790 yearly. That Elite Pass is where you, uh, you get pretty much everything that you need. And the reason is, um, you know, minimum time, time scanning, uh, one minute. Uh, the essential is daily. So my algorithm is a four-hour algorithm. You can't do daily, so you can't run it. Um, you can't scan on it. Uh, you, you would need to set up your own algorithms. But this Elite is where, uh, this is my sweet spot. The Elite Plus, I don't really need. Um, you know, th- there's a couple of things that are great in here. Um uh, the trading timing with alerts, the maximum alerts, uh, max active alerts, 25 there. Uh, multi-factor alerts, which I use. Uh, these are what I like. And, and this is the sweet spot for me. I don't have more than a, 100 freaking alerts. Um, you know, it's, it's 30 days. So every 30 days I have to renew it and I can decide, okay, did it trigger? Did it not? I can send that. This is, I mean, this is the sweet spot for me. And again, paid yearly. Here's what TrendSpider did. Um, They're taking away the seven-day free trial. So it is immediate, but there will be a link below. Uh, There is a link pinned on YouTube up in this this episode. Um, And it's $249 for one year. Couple of things. I know some people signed up recently for TrendSpider. They might be saying, well, I didn't get the $249 offer. What's the choice? Well, you can add. You can add to your uh, your current, um, you know, say you're on month one and, and you love it and you know you're going to use it for a year. You know you're going to use it for, um, you know, next couple of years. Add 12 months to your subscription at $249.60. Uh, honestly, this, it, what they tell me is this is the cost of the data for them to provide you uh, this service. And so it is the lowest price offer you will absolutely get. It goes until September 30th. I will put the details in the notes in the newsletter. Uh, Look down below for any of the notes for the dates that it's going to. But again, it's the elite level of service for $249.60. Crazy good deal. 
if you're a regular listener, uh, you know I tout this a- a- as a way to save money uh, with my algorithm. You hit the ground running with the scanners, with the market list, uh, with the market watch list, all of that stuff. I provide you in a welcome letter. So it- it's simple. It's easy. Uh, I think you should absolutely sign up uh, if you've even thought about it. $250 is not much. Make sure your trading style justifies it. Uh, $250 for me uh, with my portfolio size in that, you know, it could have saved me just in Apple, um, you know, save it, selling that. NVIDIA, how I sold at 500 You don't need TrendSpider to do that. But it's a pretty good idea to have some charting software with some back testing in order to look at that. So I do think it's worth it. Again, I'll have the links down below. But those are the two reasons I'm doing this Saturday broadcast. The newsletter today will be for every subscriber. It will be free. Typically, weekends are not for free. They're uh, paid ones. But this weekend, it will be for free. I may provide another paid one with some uh, additional bonus stuff. But I just did so much research uh, on the core portfolio here that I don't know how much more I can actually look at. Um, I will tell you, SPY, uh, we had a pop in January and February. Um, We are back down. And by the way, the the process to sign up for TrendSpider, you go to that link, you get this link. It's register, create your account. Uh, The second thing that you do once you sign up and you get billed for $249.60, is you email me. Well, how do you find my email address? It's at linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash daily stock pick. I will change this top one to the link for uh, $250 uh, until September 30th. I will change that link so that you can use it. Uh, But the second thing is you email me. Once you sign up, you email me. My email's right here. It's dailystockpick3 at gmail.com. I will then email you back a letter that has every link that you need to just import things into your TrendSpider. It couldn't be easier. That's the benefit signing up with me. If you just sign up with TrendSpider, you don't get my algorithm. You don't get my process. You don't get all of the watch lists and the scanners that I do. You guys watch me every day. So just take a look at that one. Understand that that's, um, that's the benefit of signing up for me. But it's at L-A-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Daily Stock Pick. I will put that in. Now, here are some of the charts that you'll see in the newsletter. First is SPY. Uh, we had a pop in January and February um, and pulled back in March to under 400. That was this earlier in this year, and I've highlighted it here. You can see we had a pop here in February. We pulled back in March. We pulled back under 400. Uh, That is very similar to what you're seeing now. This was a uh, a 4.62 move. This is a 4.7% move. The MACD uh, was crossing up. It was down this low. You know, the strike line is not quite moving positive. The, the, the MACD is not moving positive on the strike. You had your RSI right about the same level. So the question is, are we due for a pop? Um, potential head and shoulders pattern. Here's the shoulder. Here's the head. Here's the other shoulder. It's not quite potentially, but it's potential. Um, there is no confirmation in the, uh, the, the, the algo. You don't have a buy symbol here. This is the four-hour algo. Uh, only to other time this year where we were under the 200-day was March. This is January. So this is January where you were under the 200-day, but that started the move. You've had an incredible move here. Um, yeah, 
but but the drop is super super similar. So I do think that um, in the, in the chart highlight the March pullback to today where there are similarities in the weekly. If you want to see the weekly, here's the weekly, and I'll close this one down. Uh, the weekly shows you uh, same kind of thing. This is uh well is that no I'm sorry. This must be the weekly. Let me see. Yeah, here's the weekly. This is the weekly chart. Um, the weekly shows you kind of just a pullback. The difference to, from today is you are significantly higher uh, in the MACD. You are significantly higher, and, and I don't say significantly, but you're above the 50 mark in the RSI. So this pullback looked like nothing, and, and it pulled back under the 50-day. If we are going back under the 50-day, we still have move down uh, a move down. So just to highlight that long-term, uh, you know, short-term on the four-hour, it looks like we could see a pop. Long-term, we could start to see a pullback towards this 50-day. If you start to see a pullback towards 50-day, remember, we are in a seasonally weak period, a super seriously weak period. So... Um, March was a springboard with the MACD crossing up on the four hour. It accelerated for a 31% gain to June. For us to get there from this point, uh, we'd have to go to a 400. Oh, here's QQQ. Let me show you QQQ. We'll get off a spy. So you can see the, the pop in March. Uh, let me pull this back. April, March. You can see, you know, kind of just sat there. You know, March was a, a nice pop. Didn't really pull back. You saw this little pop in February on the NASDAQ. But this was a 31% gain there. Uh, I'm not saying that that's what we're going to get. Me comparing March is just, hey, the move is similar. If you think that the future is going to be similar, that's crazy. That's just nuts. Because you'd have to get all the way up here to 470 bucks to get a a 30% move on this. That, That would be similar. You ain't getting there. You just ain't getting there because here, I'll show you. Here's a weekly of QQQ. We're right in between, directly in between. Um, Hold on one second. Got to yell at the dog. Stop. No. Uh, You're directly in between the all-time highs and the 200-day. So you're very similar. Look at the, the MACD, though. This is a weekly chart of the triple Qs, and it's significantly high. So where do I think we're going? In my mind, on the weekly, you still haven't hit oversold. You're above the 50 uh, 50 points on, on the RSI. Your MACD just started to cross down. My guess would be we're still going to see some weakness because we're in a seasonally weak period. Doesn't mean that you don't add to your long term. It just means that you add sparingly. Slow it down. That's essentially what this is. Slow it down. Um, so when, when I look at that weekly, that's what I see. Uh, let's talk about the core portfolio. Well, you know what? I'm going to do this one first. Steven asked, w- uh, would love to hear your thoughts on, uh, NUVEI. Good opportunity to load up. It has strong potential. So let's go and look at the chart. Um, because I just did this one, uh, NVEI, NVEI is the symbol. And to be honest, it's an ugly chart. I mean, here's the, the, they probably said something about weakness. Um, this is a financial, if we go over here to Finviz, I have this up. Um, essentially, they provide payment technology solutions to merchants and partners in North America, uh, Europe, and Middle East, Africa, and Latin America. 
One moment, gotta yell at the dog again. Hey! No. Um, but, yeah, Nuvia, it, it's, it's technology, it's software, uh, it's infrastructure, it's Canadian. And, and, hey, 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 Canadian? You know why this got a pop? Um, you know, it looks like around this time it probably got a pop. Um, it was Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds uh, got out of his Mint Mobile and did an interview. He said he's going into Novia uh, and stated, "I know about as much about in fi- uh, fintech as I did about gin a few mo- a few and mobile a few years ago." He's a good investor. I mean, he does this stuff. What what Nivea gets is his uh, face, his promotion. Uh, look at uh, Welcome to Wrexham uh, uh, on Hulu. Uh, when did he buy? April 17th, 2023. So let's go back to the chart. Oh, by the way, um, there are a couple of down. This was shocking. August 10th, my birthday, downgrade Goldman, Biden neutral. They cut the price in half, 41 to 22. Uh, in April, there was an upgrade from 50 to 55. My assens- assumption is higher for longer is going to kill this company. This is a fintech company. Higher for longer hurts fintech. So I- I'd be a little bit careful. Is it an opportunity? Let's take a look at some charts to see if we could trade this. Right now, it's got no confirmation whatsoever. You're sliding down. The RSI is at 18, which is completely oversold. But the MACD is still shooting down. You have your earnings coming up November 1st. If we take a look at a long-term chart of this, we can see it's still a semi-relatively new stock. It only goes back to about 2020, right before the pandemic. Uh, I'm sorry, right after the pandemic started. So they saw a pop here from about 40 um, to 130. I mean, hype, fintech, hype. But November 2021, you remember, that was the hype of the market. The hype ended there. And ever since then, you've been sliding down. Uh, for me, I I don't know that it's a long-term potential. Uh, I think Ryan Reynolds probably put a lot of money into this. Uh, if I, you know, April 13th, um, let's see, April 13th of this year, he's looking at probably $30, $40, uh, you know, per share. Uh, and he's down to 15 lost half his money you know i don't know what the valuation of the dollar amount was but i can tell you he's not making money so unless he got it at zero and agreed for his name and likeness to be the bollinger bands are are expanding and that's never good when you're on the downside of the nine day the bollinger bands indicate you can see right here the bollinger band cinched up it moved up uh bollinger bands widened up what did it do it pulled back and the Bollinger Band cinched up and it just moved down. Bollinger Bands are still wide open. I don't think for a long-term, Stephen, I don't think I'd put money into this. I think if you wanted to trade it, trade it on a short-term uh, short-term um, chart, like a five-minute, maybe even the 65-minute. Let's like, take a look at the 65-minute, how this one does. Um, the 65-minute loses you 42% versus losing you 54% over eight months. So it doesn't even do well on that. Uh, I'd say this gap comes into play, but honestly, that gap doesn't come into play until you cross the 200-day, um, and you've got a while to go to the 200-day because you just show no no sign of strength whatsoever. So, Stephen, as the only one who uh, actually responded to the newsletter late last night, I thank you first off, um, but I would probably stay away from that one, and you'll see it as I go over in the core portfolio. I think there are much, much better opportunities out here. 
Um, first off is Apple. Um, and, and this is going to be in the, all in the newsletter. I pre-did all of these charts. I will put all of this in the newsletter. Everything will be there. And this is how you use TrendSpider. This is, and I've I- integrated um, Seeking Alpha into this one as well with some charts on this, uh, which I will include in the newsletter. I don't think I can show them on the screen. I'll try and show them on the screen but um, by recreating them. But Apple, here's the four-hour. It got you out on Friday, yesterday. Uh, recent buy with a 2% loss. Uh, algo is still doing well. So the algo, uh, if you have trend spider, run the algo. You'll see you make 40% over 24 months. Two years, you make 24% or 40%. That's significantly better. I think the, the, the actual gain was like 30% um, by just buying and holding. You are under the 200-day on the four-hour. Uh, the iPhone 15 Max is sold out with strong ba- demand on all lines of phones. The multiple is what's killing this stock. If we go over to Finviz and we look at this multiple, uh, remember, the uh, average S&P is between 14 and 16. Doesn't really matter what it is. Their forward PE is 26. They're going to need to grow significantly to get to this multiple. I have no problem thinking that they will get to the multiple. The average target price is 200. Your 52-week high is 198. Year to date, you're up 34%. The most recent um, folks, they all put it over $200. I agree. It's a buying opportunity. Don't load up on this one. When we look at this stock, you can see it's below its 200 dates using that um, bottom part of the descending wedge as a support. There are gaps below it. Just be careful. Remember, 50% of my actual portfolio is in Apple. I don't have a fear. I sold some when it got closer to 200 in the 190s, trimmed it. I mean, we are talking a super small portion I sold. Um, the multiples, what's killing it? Uh, we are under the oscillator on the MACD. Um, the RSI is at 41. The stock price is under the 200-day, and it's down 7.74% month to date. SPY is only down 4.6. So this one is severely underperforming. Here, let's go over to Seeking Alpha, and we'll, we'll just pull up out, uh, Apple. And I'll include the chart, uh, which shows the month to date. But, but look at the, the, the one month. And, and how I did in Seeking Alpha the month to date was I just went September 1st to September 23rd. And see, month to date, 7.74 versus the S&P down 4.3. SPY is down 4.6, but the S&P is down 4.3. I'll include this in the newsletter. You can see it. If we just go one month, you can see Apple's doing fine. Six months, Apple's doing really well. Year to date, Apple's killing it versus the S&P. One year, Apple's just kind of in line with them. Three years, Apple's almost doubling what the S&P does. Five years, Apple is almost five times what the S&P does. 10 years. Apple is almost nine times what the S&P does. So you can see, I, I have no fear in Apple whatsoever. None. None. And, and that, again, is using uh, both Seeking Alpha and uh, and TrendSpider to take a look at it. Now, Amazon. Uh, this one, this chart will not be in the newsletter. So I would say sign up for uh, TrendSpider if you want to look at Amazon. Amazon's a buy. Um, you know, honestly, Amazon here, uh, touching the 200 under my $130 price, you've got gaps up here. It's just under the 200. Um, I said touching, I said, I meant under, 
um, under the 200-day and under my whole $130 price. The MACD is well below the oscillator. The RSI is at 29. This is oversold. I like it to fill this gap. Minimum, I like it to fill the gap between 132 and 135. Um, I think it's going to pop back up to 130. So I, I like this one. I like this one a lot. Boeing. Uh, this is under $200 per share. Uh, this one is a falling knife. Honestly, right now, it's just a falling knife in the algorithm on the four hour. Uh, it ha- got up to the 200 day, got rejected off the 200 day. The 200 day right now is at 220. I would say that's where it gets back to minimum uh, once it regains some of its positioning. So I, I think it's $240 by the end of the year. I could be wrong. I like that one. Uh, Bank of America, I continue to hold. Just to understand, I am not adding to this one right now. This would be a dangerous time to add, but it is oversold. RSI is at 19. The MACD is super down, but you don't have confirmation. And higher for longer means weakness in financials. Just understand that. Cleveland Cliffs, clearly struggling. Uh, Having an offer on the table for um, uh, U.S. Steel, uh, symbol X, this trade is between 14 and 15 bucks. So as you get to 1435, I think you buy it. As you get closer to 14, I think as you get closer to 15, I think you sell it. This 200 days at 1486, that is going to be the next resistance level. Uh, understand this one is, is super oh, I know why Amazon looked so weird for me. Uh, I was on the 65 minute. Um, let's go back to the four hour. So I can show you guys some of these charts. We'll go back to Amazon. Amazon on the four hour. Again, it's touching uh, the 200 day. That's why I said touching the 200 day. Um, Touching the 200 day under my 130 price. Get it. Uh, Boeing. uh, It it has been a falling knife. And you can see on that 65 minute, it's still falling. I would wait for this one to have confirmation. Bank of America, same thing. I mean, just uh, higher for longer means that this one's going to have some trouble. It's going to hit that 200-day at 29. Uh, We might have to move this one down to 25, buy it under 25, sell it over 26. Uh, Cleveland Cliffs, uh, like I said, between 14 and 15, I think this one's absolutely 100% a trade. Uh, I think when it gets back to this 200-day at 15.56, I think you'll be okay. The Bollinger Bands, you see... They are just cinching up. This one's ready, getting ready to go, and it's over the nine-day, which means it's good. Uh, Costco. Uh, let's go to the pre-drawn Costco chart um, here. This will be in the newsletter. Uh, reports next week, I think on Wednesday after the bell. might be Tuesday. Look for strong earnings just like Walmart had. Uh, the algo buy at 539 was clearly the right, right, you know, it doesn't get you in at the bottom. But it gets you in with a good a, a good entry price. Um, again, this is this one reports next week. The MACD crossing down. I would not be afraid of starting a position in this one before earnings. And my note is: Have you been to a Costco on a Saturday afternoon? <laughs> um, and seeking alpha, we can go to Costco here and just do a, a simple chart on Costco. Uh, we will do select symbols um, between some other retailers like Walmart, uh, and we can add Target in. And so when when I think of retailers, those are the three. We'll leave a SPY in there. Uh, it's S&P 500. Take a look at one year. Uh, Costco's up 14%. The S&P's up 14%. Walmart 
is up 21%. Target is down 26%. Year to date, you can see similar. Uh, Walmart is up 13%. Costco is up 23%. S&P up 12%. If we go a little longer out, three-year, Costco's killing it. Costco's just killing it. Walmart is up 17%. Target's getting killed. Five-year, you can see Costco, 145%. Um, yeah, do this charting. Understand that this charting, you know, is there for a reason on Seeking Alpha. It's a good uh, option to do. Um, and I liked working it into my system this weekend. Uh, Disney, we can go back here to the live charts. Disney, nothing more to say. Uh, I would not touch it before this earnings. I don't care if you get back up to 95, 96. Um, I wouldn't touch it until that earnings. They have to show that their costs are under control. All they announced was more spending. That's a dangerous one. Devin, I would hold off on this until it gets confirmation. Uh, I fully expect them to get back above 50. Energy should be a strong sector. The one that uh, I noticed, and I will put this uh, chart in the um, in the uh, in the newsletter is if we go there, and now all I want to do is Devon versus XLE. Um, and, and you'll see, Devon has greatly underperformed XLE. One year, uh, year to date, uh, six months. Uh, it's just underperforming XLE. So I don't want to say don't buy it because you go to three-year, look at Devon against XLE. Uh, look at five-year, um, Devon versus XLE. Energy is just one of those that you want to probably trade on a short-term basis. And right now, Devon is underperforming, which to me tells me that it's a good company with good earnings, with good management. They should start to see some type of turnaround. So I like that one. Uh, let's go to Google. We're going to skip over FBCG, which is the um, the ETF that I suggest. But Google, um, this is back at its 200-day. Uh, it's a... a it's still above the 200 day. Um, I like it under 130. Buy it. I mean, it's at 130, 160. So uh, I, I don't think this is a horrible one to buy. Goldman Sachs, it broke below its 50 day. I like it here, even with the IPO market being tested. The most three recent IPOs that came out, um, CART, um, uh, the, the, I forget the name of the Kelsovo or something, uh, and ARM, all of them below their offering price. So this is why I say don't do um, anything with, with IPOs. Uh, Coke. I did an interesting one with Coke, and I think it was uh, one of the um, Facebook folks. I, I forget who it was. But I, I went to Coke, and I said, you know, let me select VOO. Because the, the, the complaint about Coke was it's boring. And I always say, listen, I drink cola. So I like to have Coke and Pepsi in my portfolio. I didn't realize how badly they're underperforming. Look at Coke down 2% versus VOO. Uh, Look at the three-year, 15% for Coke. It's still doing well and you get a decent dividend, but VOO is doing 30% over three years. Five years, look at Coke 25%, VOO 47%. Do I expect Coke to continue to grow? The chart's a little bit, um, you know, I would say this one moves to a trade under 60, it gets back to 60. Look at that range that we're bound by. So we're we're down at the bottom of that range. I wouldn't expect us to go under the 200-day because it's still a good company. 
So I, I'd be a little bit careful with that. I will include that chart against XLE in the newsletter. Lily. Uh, here, let's do the pre-made chart. Um, it's actually there, but I'm going to show you the pre-made chart anyway. Uh, pre-made chart, you still have 8% to go to just get to this gap. Just get to that gap and it's 8%. Realize these are all-time highs. I like it, but wait for confirmation. You're below that nine-day. I like it, but wait for confirmation. That's going to be tough to get um, you know, anything to move up. You're going to have some type of catalyst because this one is just extended. Uh, Meta, on the other hand, this is one I really like. Everything says buy on Meta. Um, the valuation under 18 times forward. Let's go over to Finviz. Uh, and we can, I can probably even go to Seeking Alpha. I may start using Seeking Alpha a little bit more for some of these. But the forward PE, 17. I mean, the forward PE is 19, 18. Um, the Bollinger Bands, they're closing up, which indicate that this stock's going to move somewhere. Uh, it's got the nine day. It kind of touched it down, but it's got the 50 day. The 50 day starting to move positive. Uh, the fact that earnings are coming up, I continue to say anything under $300 in Meta, I think you buy it. Uh, Microsoft, we'll talk about a little bit about Microsoft. Uh, under the 200 day, the MACD is still moving down, but the RSI is at 32. It's oversold. It launched Copilot to users. It's growing its cloud. The multiple is why it's getting killed. Uh, I would add once it gets confirmation. The multiple is huge. I mean, look at the forward PE, 25. Look at the forward PE of Meta at 18. That's one you want to add to just on a fundamental base. This dividend is only uh, yielding 0.86% because it's run up so much. Your average target price is 386. You are trading right now at 317. So I, I like it. I, I think it's a good one. One that I, I, I may be adding on the Brinks truck here is Netflix. Um, this becomes a very big buy soon in my mind. Uh, I probably will grab more of it before earnings. It's under its 200-day. The MACD is about to cross up. Uh, the RSI is at 21, meaning it's so oversold. It's ridiculous. It's expensive. It's the only streamer that's making money. It's near the end of a writer strike, and they said last quarter that they should see revenue from the password crackdown in this quarter. It's my my favorite streaming platform, and I just posted um, uh, I posted in the the Facebook group that uh, you know the the brand is just they're loyal to the brand. But forward PE twenty four. That's expensive. They need to continue their growth. If for some reason during their earnings they don't show the growth, this one will get killed again. Next one, NVIDIA. This one, selling at 500 was the right thing to do. This is all selling pressure. That's what's killing this one. The RSI is just hovering down at 32. The MACD is still moving lower. I see the 200-day as support. You can see it. couple of moments there. It, it kind of hasn't broken through. The yellow line is extreme support, pulling back to that gap caused by the last earnings. Start adding to this before the October event. It will pop. They will continue to get hype. Again, seasonally weak period, strong prior moves. They're up like, what, what are they up? Let's see. NVIDIA. 
uh, year to date, they're up 184%. You've doubled your money. I mean, that's just crazy. That's why it's pulling back. Uh, let's go back to the live stuff. We'll go back down to Pepsi. Same thing as Coke. I mean, I'll, I'll post the chart from Seeking Alpha just by VOO. That's kind of where I'm at. Uh, let's look at Qualcomm. I like the support line. I drew that support line weeks ago. Weeks ago, I said, this is the support line here. I think that's where it gets down to. And at this 117, I said, that could be the bottom. When you get to that 200-day, I think that's providing resistance. You can clearly see it. Down here at 107, I think you buy here and and sell at the 200-day, which is a 7% move. That's Qualcomm. Shopify. Let's talk about Shopify because I love Shopify. I like this one. Now, to get down, you've started covering this gap from two earnings ago. The extreme would be another 9% down to the support level of this bottom gap here. I like this one once it gets confirmation. Higher for longer hurts these guys. Uh, I think the move to cover the entire gap would be the support which implies a potential of 9% downside, dollar cost average your way down. This is one that I think is coming back. I like this one a lot. Tesla, I know a lot of people will be interested in my thoughts on Tesla. Uh, I like this. I think the 200-day provides its support. You can see it clearly just bounced off the support there. Um, The key point is going to be the end of the month here. They're in the last week of the quarter. Uh, quarterly deliveries is where you get uh, get the pops in this. So I think the pop uh, will happen if you have good month. I just had two friends use my referral code. Friends, not like you know listeners, even though I include it in the, the link down below. Uh, it, it, these are friends. And I'm thinking of buying one because I can transfer my full self-driving. I like it here. You guys know I own this through the XLY. Um, I like it to get back to 300. I, I think their dojo, that explanation that I talked about earlier this week about dojo, I like it. Uh, if it gets to a 2-3 handle, meaning $230 and change, uh, I will like it. I will add to it. Um, you know, I've been burned on this one before. Uber, the European news kind of killed it. But I, in my mind, it's nothing because that applies to every driver and these guys have scale. I continue to say, add this slowly as it gets confirmation. I think that 200 day is going to provide you some support. Um, but I like this one going into the end of the year. I, I like it. Um, that is the core portfolio. So VOO, by the way, uh, we can look at VOO. Um, let's go down here. It's part of the core portfolio. I like VOO. Uh, VOO is the same as SPY. Just I think it's a little bit cheaper. Let, let's take a look. Um, we'll go VOO. And we'll select symbols. We will trash the S&P. We'll, we will look at SPY. These are the two big ones. Um, SPY is more uh, uh, um, options than VOO. But uh, they kind of perform the same. I mean, look, it's it's no different. You can buy either one. Whichever one, you know, you want to buy VOO or SPY, there's no difference. There's no difference in performance. There's no real difference in fees. Um, Let's see. Uh, Summary, we can say. Uh, Here, expenses, A++. Let's see. Uh, Expenses. Here's the expensive. Uh, 0.3, 0.03. Let's look at SPY. 0.03 for VOO. And it's 0.09 for SPY. I mean, it's 
it's under a tenth of a percent. You're talking pennies. So I, I don't think you're you're hurt with either one. You can buy either one, but but that's part of the core portfolio. There's your look at the entire core portfolio. I mean, I left some out, um, like Snowflake. Snowflake I like under 150 to get back to 180. Um, their earnings are coming up uh, probably yeah November. So they just passed their earnings. This is just getting killed. Higher for longer is killing them. Uh, Taiwan Semi, I like this one under 100. Just you have to accept that Taiwan is, uh, you know, they, they asked for a slowdown of delivery in parts for their, um, from their manufacturers. So they're slowing down some deliveries, blah, blah, blah. But I, I like it. UNH is one that, you know, I said buy under 500. It's over 500 again. If you wanted to sell it, it's over. It's 200 day. Um, I continue to hold this one. I, I'm not afraid of this gap down here. If we get down to that gap, you can see it's a little bit oversold. RSI's at uh, or overbought. RSI's at 67. The MACD's crossing up. Um, if you wanted to sell it here, I wouldn't blame you. I bought it 480 something. So uh, I like that one. Uh, Target, we talked about taking that one out of the core portfolio. It just has done nothing. The valuation is the only reason I continue to hold on to it. But my money is probably put better in somewhere else. Um, and I'll probably do that this week. I was hoping that I'd get back to 119. But you can see it's got no confirmation whatsoever. Um, let me see. Did I go over everything? I think I did. MPLX, I hold for... This is this is close. I, I was looking at this kind of live, and I just want to show you. MPLX, I hold this for the dividend. And, and the reason I hold this for the dividend, the entire time I was waiting for this one, I was waiting for this one to get back to... It's um it's pre-pandemic stuff before it started to slide here. This is 2018 when energy was strong. That's where it is. Um, you know, right now MPLX puts off, I think it's it's been a solid eight percent, nine percent dividend. Yeah, eight point eight five percent. And it's been solid. Sits in my retirement account. I get, you know, I, I don't trade it. It's been a solid upward movement. It's hit that kind of top range. I continue to think that energy will be performing fine. I don't expect this one to move from 35 to 38, but if it stays at 35 and I gain 8% dividend, I'm perfectly happy. Do I think it's going back here to 24? No. So uh, there's the core portfolio. I think that's pretty much everything. Oxy, just a Warren Buffett hold. I mean, uh, did I put anything in? I thought I put a note about Oxy in here. Um, uh, Pepsi, I did put an Oxy in here. Uh, Yeah, it's been a solid Warren Buffett play. Here's the Oxy one. That's the line I put in there. Buy it under that. Sell it over that. Um, yeah, I like that one. So, uh, again, Trend Spider. Remember, uh, it is normally $780. It is $250. It is through to September 30th. You will see a, and hear a lot from me on this one. I'll be pumping it. I do think it's a an opportunity for you to get in there. Uh, I do receive compensation as an affiliate of them when you sign up. But honestly, that that price, I never paid that price. Um, that is super, super cheap. Um, super, super cheap. And Seeking Alpha, in the newsletter, I will put some links to sign up for Seeking Alpha. Um, they have a deal. It's a $50 off coupon. I am an affiliate of theirs too. Um, just using it today, I do like it. I'm starting to work more of the chart stuff into it. I haven't gotten into 
um, some of the actual stuff like the ETF screener, top ETF stock screener. Um, uh, here you can look at ETFs, top rated ETFs with a quant rating of, uh, you know, 99 plus. I like, I like the site. I, I've got one of my friends is actually doing a, um, a look at it. I told her come up with 10 stocks that aren't in my core portfolio that you think through seeking alpha would provide a good opportunity. And we'll take a look at those. Um, it's, it's less focused on charts, more focused on fundamentals um, and recommendations. So I like this. I, I think for 189 bucks, I'd probably pay 200 bucks for this. So it's in that mid-range. If, if, if I had the choice of buying Seeking Alpha or, um, or TrendSpider, under normal pricing, I'd choose Seeking Alpha um, if I didn't know charting. Uh, or if I had access to free charting like on Webull, I would probably choose Seeking Alpha if I had a smaller account and just wanted to get some news and, and you know, didn't trade every day, but was a swing trader maybe once a week, kind of like I am. I would choose Seeking Alpha, have a free charting program, um, and that would probably be good for me. Um, with the current offer where you're you're getting uh, uh, TrendSpider at $250 a year, I think I'd choose that one over Seeking Alpha. Um, and I would say, you know, let, let me get the algorithm. Let me understand charting. And then if you don't like charting or you want to go back to seeking alpha and a free charting program, you can do that. But I think TrendSpider does two things. I think it, it works really well into a system of a person who wants to, uh, look at technical trading and fundamentals because you don't have to sit there and look at charts. I don't need to sit there and look at charts. Those alerts, like I told you. Um, I set these up every now and then if I'm looking at something and I will put an alert in like, you know, Uber's a good example. Um, you know, I've been waiting for Uber uh, to, for a buying opportunity and I've had, got, had an alert on Uber to get below this, this 200 day and I just haven't gotten the alert, uh, but I don't need to sit there and look at the charts, you know, for, for, for Uber, let's look at the 65 minute algorithm. The 65 minute algorithm makes you 45% versus buying and holding eight months ago made you 50%. But you had a lot more safety in buying. Um, your wins, your average win is 2%. Um, your your win average return is 0.45. Your risk reward is 3.21. You win 36% of the time. So it doesn't really work that well, but you're making a profit. Again, if you pick a, a positively moving stock, you've got some safety. So I do like TrendSpider for that, that purpose. Um, but again, I hope you guys have a good weekend and I hope you enjoyed the special recording and, and me yelling at the dogs. Okay. Thanks.